Welcome to a special episode of Husky Talk. Today we are here with the director of the education program for the Iditarod, Diane Johnson. We are going to talk with Diane today about the recently held rookie meeting. Hi, Diane. Hi, how are you guys today? Good, how are you? I'm super. Thank you for being on our special episode today. Well, I'm excited to talk with you. So we know there was a rookie meeting held this past weekend. Can you start us off by telling our listeners where it was held? Yes, every year a rookie meeting is held the first weekend in December. And the first day of the uh, meeting is held at the Lakefront uh, Millennium Hotel. And the Lakefront is our race headquarters. And so that's the place where during the race, uh, the hotel, we uh, run our headquarters out of. So the first day is held um, at that headquarters. And the second day is held at the Dream a Dream dog farm out in Willow. So one day is held in a classroom structured setting. And the second day is held at a dog kennel. Since we are talking about the rookie meeting, can you clarify who is considered a rookie in the Iditarod? Sure. The rookies are mushers that have not finished the race before. They may have entered the race and not completed it. Then they're still a rookie. But if they have never entered and finished, or if they've never finished Iditarod, they're considered a rookie. What specific qualifications to, do the rookies have to have? Well, there are several qualifications. First of all, there are certain races, uh, approved weight races, that they have to participate and finish in. Um, and those are listed on our website. So you can uh, head to the website and check out that list. But one, for example, would be the Yukon Quest. So there are races that they have to qualify for or finish as qualifiers. And they also have to have... Um, like a letter or a um, yeah, like a letter from another musher who has observed their abilities and seen them uh, racing dogs and taking care of dogs. So it's kind of a letter of support. And once they have those things put together, then they can register and sign up to race and I did a run. What topics are covered at this meeting? This is a, the first day is a full day's agenda of important information that the mushers need to know. So, for example, speakers are there to give them tips and ideas. And Dr. Stuart Nelson, our chief veterinarian, spends um, a good amount of time, two big sessions that are dedicated totally to dog care and different things that every musher needs to be alert to make sure that they are taking the best care possible of the dogs. And Dr. Nelson goes through all kinds of uh, information about nutrition and the kinds of equipment that work and the kinds of things to be watching with in your dogs to make sure that they stay healthy. So he does a two huge presentations um, for, the, for the rookies. There are also other speakers um, for example, this year, uh, Christy and Anna Barrington were speakers on Saturday, the first day, and they, you know, have both raced, you know, maybe I'm not sure how many years, but they've been racing for several years. So they gave their tips and tools 
um, told told uh, the rookies, you know, the things that they should remember about their first race and what kind of equipment works great for the Barringtons and what to remember and how to take care of your dogs. And so they gave their perspective for the rookies. Um, other speakers were there too. We got to hear from oh the the comms people now race communications, what we call comms. Those are the people who you know make sure the messages go up and down the trail and the stats are right on the website. So we heard from a comms person who told the rookies what to what what the comms job is out there. Um, we heard from someone from the Iditarod Air Force who told the rookies information about, you know, um, what the Iditarod Air Force does out there. So there were probably mm, maybe eight speak, different speakers, at least on that, on that first day, uh, giving lots of important information to the rookies. How do you support the rookies at this meeting? How do we support them? I think, I think we support them by giving them as much energy and as much uh, information that we can so that they are really equipped with ideas and knowledge. And we also show them that we're there for them. Every person involved in Iditarod, the volunteers, the Iditarod staff, the veterinarians, everybody wants those rookies to make it from Anchorage and Nome. So, you know, everybody's invested in helping everyone be successful. And I think that's, that's why all of the tips from the different speakers, you know, are so important because it gives those rookies the idea that, you know, they're out there on their, loan, on their own, you know, with their dog team racing, but they're really not alone because there's a big, huge support team of volunteers and staff and veterinarians that are there for them. Do you feel that there's pressure on those teaching the rookies at the meeting? Well, I think it's a pretty big responsibility. <laughs> and, um, you know, because you really want them to succeed. And so you want them to know what they need to know so that when they're out there racing, they make the kinds of decisions, you know, that helps them get to know. And the information you give them also gives them ideas on what they can do to train because being properly trained for Iditarod is key in finishing the race as well. And having all the knowledge about your dogs, um, that is key. And so I think everyone is so invested that the speakers have, have that, you know, pressure and responsibility um, as well. And I think that puts extra, you know, um, uh, extra, maybe a little extra push on the rookies and, and a little, hopefully a little bit extra encouragement so that they know they're not really alone. There's a huge amount of people who are pulling for them. How many rookies were there this year and which one had to travel the farthest? You know, I, I am thinking 17 or 19 and I'm sorry, I, I just got off the plane today. So mm -hmm. numbers are not sticking in my head right away. Um, but that's on the website. The, we had someone come, I believe, from Michigan, and someone came from Montana, and we had someone from Canada. And so um, I'm not sure who traveled the farthest, mm -hmm. but it's a mandatory meeting, so no matter <coughs> where you are from, you have to be at that meeting. And so, you know, and it's at their own personal expense, too, by the way. So, um, you know, those rookies, it's really important for them to attend. They can't race unless they have. I'm going to also let you know that we have one uh, person who attended the rookie meeting, 
uh, and this is an inside backstory, and this person has not signed up for the race yet. Now, he has not finished his qualifiers yet. So he plans to, and he has permission to finish his qualifiers this year. And if he's successful, after he's finished his qualifiers, he will sign up. So we'll have an additional musher signing up, um, hopefully. Now, in order to do that, you also have to pay, and I believe it's about twice the entry fee to sign up late. So this individual is really investing his time and energy and even money in wanting to do this race. But he's especially really excited about doing it. You know, he's he, he wants to finish those qualifiers and get on that trail. And it means so much to him. And he's, in, and he's inspired to do it. And so he really, um, I think he's going to make it. It's great. That was very interesting. You're, you're going to, so you know some something that most <laughs> people don't know. Secret guy who's signing up, right? Yeah. What's the most important thing rookies should take away from this meeting? Well, I think the rookies are given so much information. So much information that they now have to sort through what they heard and find out what works best for them. And why I say that is, you know, the rookies uh, are listening to many people who've been out there racing before and many people who know information about the race. And they also, because, because they ran their qualifiers, they've been mushing, they've been racing before, they have their own way of doing things. So suddenly they go to this meeting and they have to hear all this information and then decide what pieces of information are going to be valuable to me? What might I change or what might I do better because of what a speaker, you know, said to them during these, this two-day meeting? And I think the important thing for them to take away from that is they can't change everything they're doing right now just because they heard this speaker and this speaker and this speaker say so. They have to slowly adapt that into what they're doing. What they're doing, you know, in their own lives, in their own mushing career is right and good because they've gotten this far. They're ready to race Iditarod. So you don't want to just start over and do everything different. But you want to pick and choose from this, all this advice that came and put it into your mushing program to make yourself, your, your mushing program stronger. Does that make sense? Yes. So, you know, it's, it's kind of like you get all this advice and then how do you how do you apply it? What makes sense? What can I change or tweak just a little bit to do a little bit better? And the other thing I think that was really important in every single musher who spoke to this group said to them, don't go out and buy something brand new <clears throat> and try it out during the race. If you're going to go out and buy a new sled or a new kind of harness or new kinds of new brand of booties or even personal gear like a new parka or new mitts, don't wear it first or try it out first in Iditarod. Buy your equipment now and use it to practice and train. Because like one of the mushers said, you might go out and buy a really amazing a parka to keep yourself warm out there. And then if you haven't worked with that parka and worn that parka, 
you might find out in the middle of the race, your mitts don't fit in the pocket of the parka, or there aren't enough pockets to hold the equipment that you want to hold, you know, next to you in your pockets. So use the equipment that you're going to use during the race. And I think, and I think that spoke to every single musher because that's really important. You know, no matter what sport you're in or what you're doing in life, you know, you have to know your equipment. Does it work? Do those boots that you have on your feet, keep your feet warm. Does that coat that you're wearing, keep the wind out. Those are the things you have to find out in training, and those are the things you have to know before you start the race, not discover them during the race. And I think, to me, that's really an important and key piece of information that I hope the rookies took away from there. Practice with your equipment. Know your equipment. Know where to put things in your sled bag. Know where to put things in in your pockets. Know those things before the race. What did you enjoy most at the meeting? You know, what I enjoy most about the meeting, and and I'm there as a staff member before I get around, what I enjoy most is being able to watch the rookies. You know, to watch them. And when, when I watched them this time, I saw in them the deep desire to want to have the best dog care ever, to want to have the best race a rookie can have ever. And you see that in the eyes of those rookies. And that's probably like um, a teacher looking at the eyes of their students sometimes when they get it and they know it and they understand it and they feel success. That's what I liked about working with the rookies. And I also like just visiting, visiting with them one-on-one because, you know, you get to hear their hopes and their dreams and you get to hear a little bit about what they might not be so sure about or what they might be a little bit afraid about, um, what their concerns are. You get to see that and understand that and start to get to know them. I'm not allowed to have a favorite rookie, of course, So, um, but I can just say that it's been really fun getting to know them and visiting with them. Do any, do any of the rookies surprise you with their knowledge? They do. This group especially surprises me with their knowledge. Although, you know, they've gotten this far. That means they've worked hard. They have you know, been racing, they have been taking care of dogs, and so they have a lot of knowledge. But this group was really paying attention. I could tell that. You know, they were alert, they were listening to the speakers, and they were asking great questions. And whenever you see them asking great questions, then you know that, you know, something is going right. These these rookies, no matter their age, and some are young and some are a little bit older, um, but they, they really want to know and understand and are excited about the opportunity of racing in Iditarod. Do you have anything else you would like to add about the meeting? The second day, the second day um, we're out to the uh, Vern Halter's Dream a Dream dog farm, and that's a little bit less formal. It's, it's uh, not as structured class. And during that day, there was a panel of mushers, and I think we had five different mushers there, um, who sat at the panel, and most of the afternoon, the rookies were able to ask the panel questions. Now, the panel started, each musher started by telling a little bit about themselves and their racing career, and they talked about how, uh, you know, just gave the rookies a few tips, but the rest of the time was the rookies asking questions. 
And that was very, very valuable. Um, they, they asked them things about, you know, where to take their 24 hour rest. Um, you know, what was the suggestion about that and what kind of foods to pack for their own personal meals. And they, they talked about what equipment worked and didn't work and what it's like to be out there in certain parts of the trail and the panel um, made up of, let's see if I can get them all right now, um, uh, Linwood Fiedler, Yor was there, Matthew Failer, Dee Dee, Wade Mars, I believe was the, the panel. And the, the panel just, they were honest. You know, they were absolutely honest with these rookies, giving them a picture of what they could expect out there, and also letting them know that they wouldn't be totally alone, that that. There was a huge support group during the race. The volunteers want them to succeed. The race staff wants them to succeed. The fans at home and the other mushers out on the trail. So it's, it's an environment of wanting everyone to be successful and wanting the dogs to be the healthiest they can be and everybody working together. And it was so much fun to hear the panel speak and to see the, the rookies ask questions and respond and to see that kind of a, a family growing, kind of a, you know, it was almost like a family of mushers there together, you know, with everybody the same goal in mind, getting your dogs and you safely from Anchorage to know. It was just really great to, to see that panel. Um, Kristen Bacon was also a speaker on the final day. She did an amazing job, a veteran musher. She's raced, I think, just twice. But she brought a bag of goodies with, and basically she opened up her bag, and then she showed them different items that she took along on the trail. And it was like little things like, you know, these are my favorite gloves for booting dogs. I don't go anywhere without them. And, you know, just little items, small things, small details, again, showing these rookies of what worked for her and giving them ideas on things they might want to incorporate now into their training so that they are well-equipped for the race. So that, that was really great. <clears throat> I guess, you know, I just want to add that this mandatory meeting is so important. You know, it's a time when these rookies can not just learn information, but really become a part of a family of mushers, you know, it's, they're like the class of 2018 now, these rookies are, and they belong to a family of mushers, and everybody is there to help them be successful, and so they're going to be nervous getting up to the starting line, and they have these hopes and dreams to get to know, and everybody's going to work together to try to make that happen, and uh, the race marshal, Mark Nordman, is the person in charge of this rookie training, and he does a phenomenal job of providing this workshop for these rookies and for showing the support that they need, making sure they have what they need, their questions answered, and resources for the future. That was interesting. It is. It's a, it's a great two days uh, training for these rookies. Thank you so much for talking with us today, You're Diane. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm, I'm really happy to um, help provide some information. It was, a, it was a great event. I go up every year for it. And, you know, it's, um, it's a time where even I learn some things listening to the mushers. And so it's uh, a great opportunity for everybody.
Special thanks to Diane Johnson for joining us on this special episode of Husky Talk. Special credit to Hobo Jim for our theme song, The Dead Rod Trail Song. 